You are listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast with your hosts Dante and Lola, who are here and ready to resource you spiritually, creatively, and socially so that you can live life and live life better, so that you can do life and do life better with inspiration that is actionable, kick back, and listen, because your life is about to be Hey guys, it's me, Lola. Come on in to my Facebook room and come in quickly. I don't have a lot of time today, so I don't want to get you on and I want to get out of here because I got something to do. So what I'm going to have to do is listen to my message I did on the Smoking Profit podcast on procrastination so that I can beat procrastination like a pro, right? Grace and peace. I see some of my friends coming on. Grace and peace, Diane. What's up? How are you feeling? I hope you're having a great morning. Grace and peace to everybody else is coming on. Come on in the room. And if you know specifically someone that may benefit from this message, go ahead and add them in it. Grace and peace, Darlene. I hope you're having the most amazing day. By the way, thank you all for commenting so much on the post that I think I did yesterday where I asked if anyone would be interested in some content on how to make friends as an adult. And I got a lot of feedback on that. So that's definitely something that... Dante and I will be working on when it comes to the Smoking Profit blog and the Smoking Profit podcast. If you didn't know, there was a podcast that was released on Sunday. Definitely go and check it out. The Smoking Profit podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So go and find it. Just search the Smoking Profit and you'll see it and hit the subscribe button. But the latest podcasts that we put out were actually five tips to help you work in your career or in your business and not get overwhelmed. So if you want to work without feeling overwhelmed, overloaded, and overworked, I suggest you listen to that. And it's for people that are in a new job, pursuing their career, or even pursuing entrepreneurship. So go and look for it. Darlene Brown Boyd said, thank you for the book recommendation, ordering it right now. So yeah, I recommended this book to her yesterday called Van Moody, The People Factor. I heard Van Moody speak on TBN back when I used to watch cable TV and TBN and stuff. I have not even looked at TBN in probably years now. But I happened to just click on it one night and I heard him speaking and he was talking about this book called The People Factor. And it just talked about like relationships and how relationships are very important to us. We know that we connect with one person. We want to be that person's mate for all of life, right? So we know relationships are important, but he really just breaks down how to deal with relationships, how to handle them, and then how to set up boundaries for you so that you don't end up in jacked up situations. And it's changed my perspective on friendships and also on relationships. That's why I don't play with people. (laughs) Did you guys just hear what I said? I don't play with people. And when my children come home talking about this is my friend at school, I'd be like, that is not your friend. That's your classmate. And I'm teaching them early, like, okay, you need to identify what friendship is like and then look that for that in people. And if they honor that friendship, then you can move into the realm of friendship. But if they don't, then look, you keep it moving. So that book changed my life. Grace and peace, LaShonda. Grace and peace, Joyce Ann Osagi, Saad 
Grace and Peace, Jasmine L. Auten. Thanks for coming on. So yeah, recommended that book, totally dope book. But yeah, go and check out the Smoking Profit podcast for the latest message, which again is those five tips that will help you to work in your job, in your career, or your business without feeling overwhelmed, overloaded, and overworked. There will be a new blog coming out on Wednesday on thesmokingprofit.com. I'm not sure what blog that is going to be. Now, some of you all may be asking, how do I find your podcast? You can either find the podcast by going to thesmokingprofit.com. There's a button as soon as you scroll down that says podcast. Click on that and it'll take you to SoundCloud. Or you can just go wherever you listen to podcasts and search at The Smoking Profit. When you do that, you'll see the podcast and you just hit subscribe. And when you hit subscribe, you'll get notifications when new ones come out. I think I've done enough announcements. So let me go ahead and get started. Let me just tell you, I got kind of stirred up this morning talking to someone and it wasn't related to this at all. It was related to making good decisions. So I just came off of Periscope. I did a message over on Periscope and I gave people one step to make good decisions. It's very simple. And I'm not going to tell you here. If you want to hear it, you're going to have to go to Periscope and listen. You can find me over there at Lola Kabaya. I will probably throw that on the YouTube channel and maybe even post the video here. But I'm not going to go back over that message. Grace and peace, Sasha. What I want to talk about is what I put up in the title. And I really don't remember it because, to be quite honest with you, the Lord just gave it to me that quickly. And I just typed it up there and I was like, boom, okay, let's go. I think it, and if anybody knows what it says, help me out. Just put it in the caption. I think it says it's not warfare is obedience or something i think that's what it says help me out if you see it <laughs> let us just know okay <laughs> but yeah i want to talk about that and really really just encourage you first i want to say shout out to those of you all that are on here because obviously you're people that are pursuing the will of god you're pursuing the mind of god you're pursuing the heart of god in your life but not only are you pursuing the heart of god in your life you're pursuing God's heart totally. You know that I did a live message about two weeks ago where I talked about God's will versus God's will for your life and how as people, we, and it's okay, we get caught up in God's will for our life, but God wants us to be focused on his will, period. Because sometimes when we get caught up in his will for our life, it's, it's about me, about what I'm doing. And God is like, sometimes I just want you to sit at my feet, you know what I'm saying, and minister to me, baby, daughter, son, <laughs> kid, you know what I'm saying? So we talked about that. So today, like, if you're on here, we know that, okay, thank you, Diane. We know that, like, you're in this place where you're, you're pursuing the will of God. You're pursuing obedience. You're pursuing what he wants. You're in that vein, and you're in a good place. Because for those of us that have been really, really been listening to him and listening to him, not just speak through other people, you know, we get on messages like this, like I got up here, prophetic word, grace and peace, Rebecca, enjoyed speaking with you the other day. That's our family from Finland. You guys say hi to her and say hi to each other while you're on here. But, um, you know, we've been talking lately and, and people come on prophetic words and they hear what God is saying overall right they hear what what someone feels like they sense from God but God is also speaking to you individually about things in your life you know about what steps to take what things to do right and you've been listening to him 
and you've been honoring him and you've been following what he's saying and you're doing what he says, sometimes you may be like me. You may mess up and you may not do it as quickly. Like there was a parable that the Lord brought up this morning as he's throwing all these thoughts in my head. And, and it's a parable that Jesus gave where he talked about the parable of two sons. The sons were given instructions by their father. One son responded, I'm gonna do it, but didn't do it. The other son responded, I'm not doing it but he ended up doing it anyways. To me, God was saying from that message and the reason he brought it up is, is like, what matters is that you just do what he's saying. Like, it just matters that you do it. So even if you're moving slow, you still got time to do it. Just get it done. And yes, God does want us to respond immediately, but he would prefer a response of doing it versus no response at all. So yeah, we're there. We're following the Lord. We're being obedient. God is giving you guys things and God is like, I'm going to honor that. So I had a dream a few nights ago. I didn't even think about the dream until honestly, I was kind of walking around and then God brings this dream back to mind. But the dream was about flowers, right? It's so weird. So I walk outside in my yard and there are something called morning glories and there are also something called six o'clocks or six p.m.s or something. Hey guys, this is Dante. And as I was editing today, I realized that Lola said something wrong. She was wrong. She said it wrong. And I just wanted to let you guys know that, you know, we're all human. So what Lola meant to say is instead of calling those flowers six o'clocks, they're actually called four o'clocks. Just giving that clarification. Now back to the show. And these are kind of like wildflowers that just grow and they will take over. So one grows on the ground and one grows on a vine and it's on the fence. I don't know if you guys are familiar with those flowers, but morning glories come out in the morning and 6 p.m.s come out in the evening. That's why they're called 6 p.m.s when it hits a certain time, they come out, right? And so I'm in this dream and I'm seeing 6 p.m.s blooming in the morning. And I'm like, they're blooming at the wrong time. And so I recognize this in my dream. It's very short, very simple. And God brings this dream back to mind. And then when he brings it back to mind, he's just basically like, you're going to bloom in and out of season. So for those of us that are listening to his voice when he's speaking to us in his own way, and following what he's saying, God is like, you're going to bloom in and out of season. And you're probably thinking like, how is this possible? Well, the scriptures teach us this. And the scripture that the Lord brought to mind, and as I've told you all before, I start hearing scriptures a lot when God is talking to me. Sometimes I don't hear a sentence or anything that God is saying. I will hear a scripture. And then from there, it's like the Lord will turn on my heart and I'll begin to sense his voice or see his voice. In some other way so you guys know this psalm and i think i told you before that or told you on some broadcast that i had to memorize this psalm when i was a kid because i was bad and my grandmother would make me sit down and like read the bible she would make me read the book of psalms and read like proverbs so psalm one is one that i know like by heart in the king james version because that's the little bible that she had me read and so this is psalm one the passion translation and it says what delight comes to the one who follows God's ways? He won't walk in step with the wicked, nor share the sinner's way, nor be found sitting in the scorner's seat. His pleasure and passion is remaining true to the word of I am, meditating day and night in the true revelation of light. He will be standing firm like a flourishing tree planted by God's design, deeply rooted by the brooks of bliss bearing fruit in every season of his life. He is never dry, never fainting, ever blessed, 
and ever prosperous. And when I read that scripture, particularly in that translation, God reminded me of the dream, like where I see these plants that only bloom in the evening, bloom in the morning. He's like, you're going to bloom in and out of season. But he's like, because you, you're, you're being obedient, this is my promise to you, that you will bear fruit in every season of your life. And not just that, you're, not, you're never going to be dry, you're never going to be fainting, you're going to um, be ever blessed and ever prosperous. So I'm like, bet, 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 wow, that's wonderful, Lord. Well, hey, Father, the Passion Translation is dope, Philip. So I'm like, that's wonderful, Lord. But I'm like, but God, it don't always feel like that. <laughs> and I know I'm doing what you want me to do. And I know that those of you all on here, you're doing what God wants you to do. And you're still experiencing that contention, right? You're still experiencing like, this shouldn't be happening. God told me to do this. This should be like a domino effect where there's this big line of dominoes, which by the way, I just got distracted because I thought about a TikTok video I saw with this really big domino art. It was super cool. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But anyways, like you got these domino pieces set up. The Lord told me to do this. I did it. Ping. And it's like everything falls into place. But it's like, it doesn't feel like that always, right? I want to encourage you and tell you that you're following God and it is happening regardless of what you see in the natural. It's happening and that it's not warfare that you're feeling. It's really just obedience. And you're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Let me keep going. I got about two more scriptures to go through. So recently the Lord reminded me of something and he was encouraging my little spirit and my little soul because the topics that I talk about sometimes are controversial, right? The topics that I talk about aren't always things that people traditionally talk about in church. And he's been preparing me for a long time for religious people, to be honest with you. <laughs> I've read a lot of those words that Jesus had for the Pharisees and the Sadducees in his day, the woes that he had, where he's like, you're making it hard for people to come into the kingdom and that is not okay. But something that, that we have to balance with that is that we have to respect and honor people and Jesus taught the people that he was teaching that too. Even though these people are doing wrong, he's like, because they sit in the seat of Moses, you gotta honor that authority, okay? So I'm like, God has been preparing me for this, to deal with religious people, to deal with them in an honorable and a respectful way, to deal with everybody that way. And he's just encouraging me like, yeah, people ain't really talking about what you're talking about, but it needs to happen. People are not really talking about dealing with the universe and, and how like my age group, my age group, millennials, and how the, the people under them are just dealing with accepting anything as a life now. You know what I'm saying? How we're just redefining so much. And he's like, but you got to talk about it. And the scripture that God gave me was a scripture out of the book of Daniel. And I had it up earlier, but I don't now. So this is the writing on the wall. This is Daniel chapter five. And just track with me. This is going to relate to you too. This is Daniel chapter five. I don't know why my Bible is open to the book of Job, but Daniel chapter five. In this book, there was a king and this king decided to use some of the, the objects that were in Israel's temple, very holy artifacts, very holy things from the temple. He decided to use them and basically have like a party with them. And when he did that, it did not make the father happy. And when I say the father, I'm talking about God. And there was this writing that came on the wall, a hand and this writing on the wall, and no one could interpret it. So they ended up calling Daniel in to interpret what the writing said, and Daniel gave interpretation. Now, this is what the message God was giving to me. Like, yes, your message is not traditional, 
but your message is basically you reclaiming things that have been taken from me okay so holy things that have been taken from god and now flipped and now twisted here's an example the law of attraction okay so we know that the law of attraction teaches that we can think things into existence and we can basically will stuff to come to us now that's some messy messy stuff from the scripture you know it's been pulled from scripture and it's been pushed over here and packaged this way as the law of attraction and now it's got some other stuff on it blessings to you now it's got some other stuff on it that god didn't put there they took these cups from the temple and now they're drinking out of them and they're giving it out to the world and they're pouring this stuff out to the world and god is like no there are some things that people have taken and they flipped around and it's mine and i want you to go take it back and you talk about it and be okay with talking about it now i'm being obedient to what the father is saying right i'm doing that but i'm like god where is this why do i feel such tension why am I having so much trouble in doing this? And he's like, it's because you're being obedient. And you're like, why did I tell you that story? Because I'm giving you an example of obedience feeling like warfare. I'm doing what God has said. I'm going back and taking some of these things that, that Christians have dropped, that Christians don't want to talk about because people outside of church have taken them and put their mix on it. I'm going back and taking those things and I'm talking about it. And I'm still like, God, this don't feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do because I'm feeling some other stuff. And he's like, no, you're being obedient and you keep doing it. Now, let me go further of why what you're feeling is not warfare and it's obedience. So a few weeks ago, the Lord had me studying Exodus chapter 23. Grace and peace, everybody that's coming on. I'm sorry that I'm, I'm not able to speak to you personally, but I want you all to read this. This is Exodus chapter 23, verses 20. You can go to 33. That's reading it in context. But this scripture... It's God saying to his people, I'm going to read it because it's just so good. I'm not going to read the whole thing and then I'm going to talk. Okay, so it says, see, I am sending. And this is the New Living Translation, by the way. So it says, see, I am sending an angel before you to protect you on your journey and lead you safely to the place I have prepared for you. Verse 21, pay close attention to him and obey his instructions. Okay, do not rebel against him for he is my representative and he will not forgive your rebellion. Verses 22, but if you are careful to obey him following all my instructions, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and I will oppose those who oppose you. So God is saying here, I'm, I'm preparing the way. It's already prepared. I'm sending an angel to walk you into this place that you're going in. And, and um, all you have to do is obey what he's saying. I like the NLT too. <laughs> all you have to do, I also like, so Stephanie Hill says she likes the NLT. I also like the um, Passion Translation, you guys know, and the easy to read version. Oh, don't sleep on it. <laughs> so he's like, I'm sending this angel before you. All you have to do is listen and obey. Okay, so those of you all that are on here, you're like, God, I'm listening to you. I'm obeying your still small voice. I'm listening to major prophetic voices, but Father, I, I, I'm listening to the instructions you're giving me and it still does not feel good. And so as this verse goes on, God says that he's gonna drive out the people that are in their promised land. This is God telling the people that they're going to their promised land. He's leading them there and that he's gonna drive the people out there that shouldn't be there. The um, Hivites, the Canaanites and the Hittites. He's like, I'm gonna drive them out. But verses 29 says this, it says, I will not drive them out in a single year because the land will become desolate and the wild animals would multiply and threaten you. Verse 30, 
I will drive them out a little at a time until your population has increased enough to take possession of the land. So I say to you, it's not warfare, it's obedience. Diane, I'm going to have to check that out. Um, it's not warfare, it's obedience. It's you walking into these places that God has told you to go into. It's you reclaiming stuff that basically the enemy has had access to and has staked claims on. It's you going back in and kicking him out of the places that he's been occupying because you haven't been there. You haven't been there, but now your obedience is bringing you into these places and you're experiencing the contention because you're supposed to be there and you're shaking that stuff out. And the reason that, that obedience is not a domino effect and magically everything happens that God is saying is going to happen because God has to do things in us in the process. He says here in verses in verse 29 and 30, he's like, I'm not going to drive all of these people out in a single year. I'm not going to do that. He said, one, because the land would become desolate. Okay, so your nice, beautiful land that God wants to bring you into, the beautiful promise that God wants to bring you into wouldn't be beautiful anymore. It would be desolate. And the wild animals would multiply and threaten you. So then you have another problem, a problem on top of a problem. It's desolate and then you got wild animals. You know what I'm saying? So God is like, what I'm going to do in my infinite wisdom is I'm going to drive them out a little at a time until your population has increased enough for you to take possession of the land. Until your population has increased, until you've grown into a place of being able to occupy more. So what I say to you all is just be encouraged. It is not warfare. It is obedience. It is obedience. If you're like me, some of you guys are taking, you're occupying places that, that Christians have abandoned. I know I'm doing that with the smoking prophet. The whole part of my brand is to to resource people spiritually, creatively, and socially. I have a heart for my generation, but also the generation to come. I have a heart for all generations. I actually love community and diversity in all senses of the words, whether it's generations, whether it's ethnicities, whatever, beliefs. I love all of that to be mesh together. But I have a huge heart for my people because I see where it's going. And I see that the church is is isolated in this box and we're equipping the church but the church is not equipped enough to influence the world and we influence the world when we go back and occupy these places that haven't been occupied or when we go into places that are being occupied by demonic stuff and we decide we're going to take it back and then that's where the warfare comes from and it's not because it's warfare it's really just you being obedient like the children of israel in exodus 23 they were walking to the place that God told them to go. And he's like, I ain't gonna drive them out at one time. I gotta wait till your population increases. That's you becoming mature. That's you getting something in the process. And then you'll start pushing them out. That's what he said, you gonna push them out, okay? So for those of you all that are feeling like, Diane, I'm gonna read your comments in a minute. For those of you all that have been feeling a little bit weak, that have been feeling a little bit worn, that have been feeling like, is this worth it? I just wanna tell you, yes, it's so worth it. Grace and peace. That's my aunt Valerie on here. Grace and peace to you. It's so worth it that that first of all, God is good and everything that happens to us will be threaded and intertwined in his beauty and his goodness and work for our good. And that does not mean that God is sending bad things 
to us to help us somehow in life. No, he's a good father. The scripture says that he knows how to give his children good gifts, right? It says, who, who even you that are evil, come on, that's what Jesus said. He said, we people being naturally inclined to evil are not going to give our children snakes. That we're going to give our children good gifts. That's what God does. So if you're feeling worn out, if you're feeling like it's not worth it, it is worth it. Everything that happens to you, God can reshape in his goodness and make work out for your good. And you're on here because you're being obedient. You're being obedient and you're listening to God and you're like, well, God, why am I dealing with this? And I'm being obedient. The reason that you're dealing with some of the things that you're dealing with is because you are being obedient. You are beginning to walk into these places. Your obedience is leading you into a realm of where demonic stuff has been occupying it. And you're dealing with this demonic stuff and you're kicking it out. Your obedience has brought you there, but God is going to increase you through the process and you're going to push those things out and you're going to be able to help so many people. Okay. Grace and peace stuff. One of the things that I love from the late, great John Paul Jackson is he said the level of transformation that we are able to empower others with is based on how much we've been transformed in our lives. So allow whatever you feel like you're in to transform you. Situations happen. Me and my husband talked about this. We sent a text message out about this a few weeks ago on our text list. That sometimes we get into situations, we experience conflict and stuff like that. And we're like, well, what needs to change around me? And God be like, no, 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 no. What needs to change in me? Okay, so allow this to evolve you. Allow it to transform you and know that you're going into places and your obedience is bringing you there. And because your obedience is bringing you there, you're kicking stuff out that doesn't belong, but just keep going. Because this is what's going to happen if you fall back. If you put your hand to the plow and then take it out. If you draw back and you, you decide you're going to stop, then those things that have been occupying those spaces that you would have been in because of your obedience will continue to grow and flourish. And the church will continue to lose influence. And God is not trying to have that happen. I did a message a long time ago is about millennials leaving the church because somebody asked me about an article and they were like, what do you think about this? So I wrote about it. I did a podcast, maybe on it, or either a vlog, a video on Periscope. And I was like, God is really just breaking this broken system that he didn't establish to begin with. God called us to influence the world. God did not call us to influence other church people and influence churches. Yes, Ephesians 4 talks about how the ministry gifts, the ascension gifts, the apostle, the prophet, the pastors, the teachers, and the evangelists are there to strengthen, equip, edify, and build up the saints. Yes, but the ultimate goal is for you to go out and influence the world. That's the great commission that Jesus gave in Matthew 28. He said, go out and make disciples of all nations, right? Teach people. When he gave his, his Holy Spirit to the apostles in the upper room when he did that he was like go out into the world he said start where you are you know what i'm saying in judea and then go out into samaria and all the uttermost parts of the world it's always been for us to influence people and sometimes we are scared to go out and influence people and we stick where we are but god is saying to you continue to be obedient with whatever he's giving you and that is going to bring you into a place of where you're actually influencing not just church people Okay. I love y'all. I ain't mean to go there. I'm out. I don't have anything else to say. Grace and peace, Jolanda. Let me go back and read some of these comments. If anyone wants to shout out a comment, go ahead and do it now. I love y'all. Darla Dukes, what's up? 
my aunt Valerie is on here. Stephanie, grace and peace to you. Diane said, I'm going to let this be ingrained on my heart and a t-shirt. Go for it. Yeah, everything is worth it. Don't feel like your contributions to, to God are not worth it. Everything is worth it. Your piece in the puzzle matters. It's all worth it. You know, Joyce and Osagi said, thank you for going there. Bless you. In Jesus name, Joyce and Osaki. I hope I said that your name, said your name right. All right, I'm out of here. I got some stuff to do today. I wanted to tell you all that there was a podcast release on Sunday. So if you haven't checked it out, it's five work tips that will help you to work in your career, your business, or your job without becoming overwhelmed, overworked, and overloaded. Go and listen to it. It's super short because y'all know I don't like to be talking to people long. I honestly get tired of talking. <laughs> I do. Sometimes when I'm on um, live streams and I'm talking for about 40 minutes, and then it goes in about 15 minutes. You can tell when I get tired because I'll be like, uh, uh, like, okay, I'm ready to get off now. Like I'm feeling now, like I'm ready to get off because this is my se second broadcast this morning. But go and listen to that. Join our text list weekly. The Smoking Prophet sends out prophetic life advice to help keep you winning. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm glad I did. So just text the word Blaze, B-L-A-Z-E, to the number 31996 to join the text list. And if you're a global listener and you're part of our global community, you don't have to get on the text list. Just go to thesmokingprofit.com and there'll be posts on there called Weekly Inspiration. But if you go to the last post called Weekly Inspiration and Recent Posts, you can subscribe to our email list. I'm going to start sending out our text messages there because I realize that our global audience wasn't able to get the text messages and I want everybody to be included. That's really big for me, if you can't tell, making sure people feel valued and making sure that people are included. Let me think. One more thing I want to tell you. Okay. A new blog will be out on Wednesday. So podcasts come out on Sunday and blogs come out on Wednesday. So subscribe to the Smoking Profit podcast so you can get our podcasts and also our blogs. I'm excited because our podcast is going to have an interview with someone that used to be in, um, involved in adult entertainment. That's going to be coming out very, very soon. We've already recorded the show. We just got to edit it and get it, get it out there. And I think that's really, really important because human trafficking is real and kids get kidnapped and pulled into that. And then you have some teenagers and some adults that get involved with men and the men or women because a woman will tell you to do that too will end up pulling them into this lifestyle of selling themselves and it's like okay now that I'm here and I want to get out how do I get out well this person went through that and her message is awesome and she's going to give you some insight on how to get out as she shares her story so that when you meet people that have been in those situations you can have a little bit more compassion on them and understand that things happen to everybody unfortunately but our call as the body of Christ is to do what Paul said in Romans 15 I love this verse it says we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not for ourselves <laughs> and not for ourselves that's the part it's not for us we hold people up because God has purposed us to do that. We hold people up because of the potential they have in them. We hold people up because we are able to see who God created them to be. Let me pray for you and get off of here. Father, I just thank you for these people. I thank you for their lives. God, I thank you for their call into your family, Father. I thank you for my call into your family, God. I thank you for forgiveness. I thank you for mercy. I thank you for grace, God. I thank you for being sovereign, Father. I thank you that we don't have to worry 
we don't have to be dismayed father because you are the god that is everywhere and you are the god that never leaves us nor forsakes us father you are the god that even says that you don't sleep or slumber but you keep watch over us god so i thank you for keeping watch over us father not just watch over our lives god but you keep watch over our families over our home over our property father over our jobs over our businesses over the things that we're pursuing especially when we're pursuing them for you father i just thank you for doing all of those things god i thank you for being the god that we can trust with our hearts father and with our lives father i thank you that you are a very near and dear and present god i thank you that when we call on you you answer father i thank you that when when we cry out god your ears turn to hear us father i thank you that when we pray to you god you even smell the fragrance of our prayers and you know our aroma and you're like that's my child that's my baby god i thank you for that father i thank you that we can trust on you now father anyone that's feeling heavy from the burden that you've placed on them to go out and influence the world in whatever way you've given them to do it father anyone that feels heavy god and they're feeling weighed down father i pray that you would just lift that burden off of them god we just remove that burden we cast it onto you father we give it on to you god and we just pull on your grace god we pull on your supernatural power father we pull on your strength god we pull on your joy father we pull on your understanding god and and this is something that i've experienced so i'm just going to tell you this you're not going to understand everything that you're doing when you're doing it. You're not going to understand that everything that God is showing you, every direction, God is not going to give you full insight into your life. So understanding sometimes will, if lack of understanding sometimes will paralyze you. I pray that lack of understanding will not paralyze these people that I have on this broadcast and the people that will come back on the replay, God, that even though they don't understand life and what's happening all the times, God, that they will focus on you and who they know you to be. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, I love you guys. I'm out of here. Did my broadcast freeze? Please let me know if it froze because I just looked up and saw that it said that my battery was low. <laughs> I'm getting off of here. I have a digital project to do today, a brochure that's um, going to be super exciting. So I'm about to work on that. Okay, awesome yesterday you guys so i don't do any work on mondays yesterday was really hard because my daughter she had a project thank you and that girl oh my gosh my grandmother was like she is the spitting image of you when you were that age she said you used to drive me crazy and now she's doing it but i'm doing a project with my daughter and she's like mommy you're trying to take over my project this is my project i have to do it in my own and i'm like i'm not trying to take over so this is what i did right because i'm like conflict queen okay humble myself before you daughter i was like daughter i apologize i'm not meaning to take over your project i want to help you um, I just want it to be its best. If you don't understand why I'm talking to you about something or telling you to do something, just let me know. I thought we were good after that. We still weren't good after that. You guys, we finished the project, but I didn't eat until like 1130 last night. <laughs> I did not eat. And so I didn't work yesterday, but I'm like, I did work all day long on my daughter's project and she better get an A because if she doesn't, I'm going to email the teacher, the principal, the superintendent. I'm just playing. I'm not going to email all those people, but I'm out of here. I love y'all. Have the most amazing day. Bye.